Welcome to Morning Soap. At Fusion Church, our desire is that every believer would not just attend church, but also hear from God daily through His Word. As we read the Bible, we begin to see how God responds to things. Doing daily devotions repatterns the way we think, transforms the spirit of our mind, and helps us become more like Jesus. Join us here, Monday through Friday, as various pastors and leaders at Fusion Church share devotion and teaching through that day's soap scripture. Download the current soap reading plan at fusionchurch.cc soap. Good morning, good morning, good morning, Fusion Church. All right, it's the beginning of the week, and I see people still trying to get on this morning. It was a tremendous time yesterday in church. Uh, wow, we had a full house by Pastor Jason, you know, and the people were there all over the place, you know, but it was a good time in the Lord. Hallelujah. And as we get ready to start this week, you know, let us begin with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this day. And I thank you for your goodness, for your mercy, for your grace. I thank you that you woke us up this morning and that we have the privilege that we can just come together, Father God, and, and just share your word, Lord, and let it be you and not us. Speak to our hearts this morning, Father, and I just thank you in advance. And we ask for this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. All right. Numbers 29. Stretch if you need to. Some of us need to stretch a little bit extra. Some of us were babysitting a little bit yesterday. And it was like, oh, my back. Ooh, woke up this morning with pains. I didn't feel for a long time. But you know what? It was so good. It was so good. All right, Pastor Jason. All right. Good morning. We are in Numbers 29. And I am reading from the New King James Version. And in the seventh month, on the first day of the month, you shall have a holy convocation. You shall do no customary work for you. It is a day of blowing the trumpets. You shall offer a burnt offering as a sweet aroma to the Lord. One young bull, one ram, and seven lambs in their first year without blemish. Their grain offering shall be fine flour mixed with oil. Three tenths of an ephah for the bull. Ten tenths for the ram and one tenth for each of the seven lambs also one kid of the goats as a sin offering to make atonement for you besides the burnt offering with its grain offering for the new moon the regular burnt offering with its grain offering and their drink offerings according to their ordinance as a sweet aroma an offering made by fire to the lord on the tenth day of this seventh month you shall have a holy convocation you shall afflict your souls you shall not do any work, you shall present a burnt offering to the Lord as a sweet aroma, one young bull, one ram, seven lambs in their first year. Be sure they are without blemish. Their grain offering shall be of fine flour mixed with oil, three-tenths of an ephah for one bull, two-tenths for one ram, and one-tenth for each of the seven lambs. Also, one kid of the goats as a sin offering. Besides the sin offering for atonement, the regular burnt offering with his grain offering and their drink offerings. On the 15th day of the seventh month, you shall have a holy convocation. You, sh you shall do no customary work, and you shall keep a feast to the Lord seven days. You shall present a burnt offering, an offering made by fire as a sweet aroma to the Lord. Thirteen young bulls, two rams, and fourteen lambs in their first year. They shall be without blemish. Their grain offering shall be of the fine flour mixed with oil, three-tenths of an ephah for each of the thirteen bulls. 
two tents for each of the two rams, and one tent for each of the 14 lambs, also one kid of the goats as a sin offering, besides the regular burnt offerings, its grain offerings, and its drink offering. On the second day, present 12 young bulls, two rams, 14 lambs in their first year without blemish, and their grain offerings and their drink offerings for the bulls, for the rams, and for the lambs, by their number according to the ordinance. Also, one kid of the goats as a sin offering, besides the regular burnt offering with his grain offering and their drink offering. On the third day, present 11 bulls, two rams, 14 lambs in their first year without blemish, and their grain offering and their drink offering for the bulls, for the rams and for the lambs by their number, according to the ordinance. Also, one goat as a sin offering, besides the regular burnt offering, its grain offering and its drink offering. On the fourth day, present 10 bulls, two rams, and 14 lambs in their first year without blemish, and their grain offering and their drink offerings for the bulls, for the rams, and for the lambs by their number according to the ordinance. Also, one kid of the goats is a sin offering. Besides the regular burnt offering, it's grain offering and its drink offering. On the fifth day, present nine bulls, two rams, and 14 lambs in their first year without blemish. And their grain offering and their drink offerings for the bulls, for the rams, and for the lambs, by their number, according to the ordinance. Also, one goat is a sin offering, besides the regular burnt offerings, its grain offering, and its drink offering. On the sixth day, present eight bulls, two rams, and fourteen lambs in their first year without blemish. And their grain offering and their drink offerings for the bulls, for the rams, and for the lambs, by their number, according to the ordinance. Also, one goat as a sin offering, besides a regular burnt offering, his grain offering, and his drink offering. On the seventh day, present seven bulls, two rams, and fourteen lambs in their first year without blemish, and their grain offering and their drink offerings for the bulls, for the rams, and for the lambs by their number, according to the ordinance. Also, one goat as a sin offering, besides the regular burnt offering, its grain offering, and his drink offering. On the eighth day, you shall have a sacred assembly. You shall do no customary work. You shall present a burnt offering, an offering made by sweet by fire as a sweet aroma to the Lord. One bull, one ram, seven lambs in their first year without blemish, and their grain offering and their drink offering for the bull, for the ram and for the lambs by their number according to the ordinance. Also one goat as a sin offering, besides a regular burnt offering, its grain offering and its drink offering. These you shall present to the Lord at your appointed feast, besides your vowed offerings and your free will offerings, as your burnt offerings and your grain offerings, as your drink offerings and your peace offerings. So Moses told the children of Israel everything, just as the Lord commanded Moses. Amen. 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 Thank you, Pastor. All right, stretch if you need to again. Wow, this particular chapter is full of offerings. <laughs> it's full of all different kinds of offerings, all the different details of what the people needed to accomplish, what they needed to do, you know. And, and for me, you know, it, it's I, I kind of got stuck just in, in, the, in the first portion, you know, when, when he just talks about, you know, the on the seventh month, you know, it, it was an indicated time. You know, it was it was uh, it was the beginning of this offering that was supposed to take place. It says there it was a holy convocation. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a time that they got together, and it was and it, it starts off also that there was no work to be done. In other words, in other words, you know, you got to concentrate on this particular time that that and you and you were going to start it off. You know, this day by the blowing of. The, the trumpet, you know, so the, the trumpets, it was significance, 
you know, and what they used back then was something similar to this is a, a ram's horn. You know, my son picked this up for me when he was in Israel. And this makes a loud, loud noise. And I cannot blow this this morning only because my wife is sleeping, you know. But, you know, as I was uh, looking through, through the different sounds, you know, of this, it sounded something like this. When I was and when and normally me, I'm I I get I can get really deep when it comes to worship, when it comes to 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 praising God and 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 the Lord was telling them that in that particular day they were to blow the trumpets, you know, that they were supposed to be calling the people, you know, and and the book of Leviticus uh, 23, uh, 24 and 25, it says, speak to the children of Israel, saying in the seventh month, in the first day of the month, you shall have a Sabbath rest, a memorial, a blowing of trumpets, a holy convocation, you know. And in 25, it says, you shall do no work in that particular time, just an offering of fire to the Lord. So the Lord wanted them to 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 come together. The Lord wanted to call them together. It says, no work. But this would be a time that we have to, that we should dedicate, a time that we can uh, reflect, a time that we can come together and pray, a time that we can come and just look at the word of God, you know, and draw closer to him. So this particular thing was done by the blowing of the trumpets, you know, because the blowing of the trumpets was a, was a signal. It signified them to, to, to pay attention to pay attention and, and, and to hear what was going on. The blowing of the, of the trumpets had many purposes back then. You know, it, it was a time for Israel, especially when they were in the desert, when they were getting ready to move, that they blew the trumpet so everybody can start packing. You imagine millions of people all spread it out and, and they, they, it was time for them to move. Not, they were not going to just say it by word. They blew the trumpets so that they can, the word can come out, that they can hear that it was time for them to move. It was also when they blew the trumpets, it was a time of gathering of the people. Pay attention. Come together. It was also used, you know, for warning. If there was danger, if there was something happening, the blowing of the trumpets, the different sounds of those trumpets was, was a call for warning. It was also a, a, a good thing. It was a time, you know, that they can blow the trumpet for a time of praise, a time to giving God the glory, giving God the honor. You know, it was a time to, that they can proclaim a king. It was also the assembly of the troops. You know, for a certain sound that the troops would come together, but it was also a time of victory, the blowing of the trumpets. So, you know, when you think about it, you know, the blowing of the trumpets is very significant. Like I said earlier, 
It was a time that they can communicate by the sound. It was also a time for the people to pay attention, you know, and to hear, you know, the, the, the trumpets in 1 Corinthians 15, 52, you know, it says in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, the trumpet will sound and the dead will rise incorruptible and we shall be changed. You know, I was reading, I was reading that the sound of a trumpet, you know, we're waiting to hear a sound of a trumpet. We're waiting to hear the calling of God and God's return, you know, and God's return, it says, it says that we will hear the sound of a trumpet. We will hear and we need to be ready. We need to be prepared. And especially coming off a holy week, the way that we just came from, you know, that we celebrated, you know, the Christ sacrifice, but yet we celebrated most importantly, the resurrection, because it was, if there was no resurrection, the sacrifice would have been meaningless, but because there is a resurrection, we have a reason that we can worship. We have a reason that we can praise God. We have a reason to trust him and believe in his word. We have a reason that what we're going through today, you know, we shall overcome that because God is with us. But, you know, like I said, in this first Corinthians, it says that when the sounding of the trumpets, the dead will raise. But then it says, most importantly for us, it says, we shall be changed. We shall be changed at that moment. We shall be changed in that moment. You know, and it says in Matthews 24, 31, and he will send his angels with the great sound of trumpet. And they will gather together his elected, which is us from all the four corners of the world. The sound of a trumpet is so important. The sound uh, uh, of coming together is so important. You know, when I was when I was in the military, I was uh, I was deployed to Korea and and they told us that we had to listen to a certain sound, a certain horn that was going to, to blow. And in this particular sounding of, a, of, this, of this horn, we were supposed to react in a certain way. We were supposed to get ourselves together. It was a sound of you know attention to orders. Come on, let's gather together. It is a time that we have to you know, do certain things. You know, uh, for me, I have orders that I have orders that told me when as soon as I hear the sound of this particular trumpet that I was supposed to gather myself and, and with haste, I have to report to a certain location. And in this location there, I will find safety. In this location, I will find a place that I can rest. In this location, I will find, you know, protection, shelter, you know, and most importantly, my name was written down as I come into this particular shelter. If my name wasn't there, you know, I was not allowed to come in. So we had, you know, so it was very important that I reported. You know, it is so good to know that the Lord already has established a place for us, that the Lord already has been preparing a place for you and I, that the Lord has made a place for us, you know, and our names are written down. Come on now. Our names are written down. You know, it says in John 14, two and three, you know, this was Jesus speaking. And he says, in my father's, in my father's house, there are many rooms or mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare 
a place for you. I go to prepare a place for every single one of us. That's what the Lord is saying. Jesus himself is saying, I go. You know, verse three says, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself that where I am, there you may also be. It's so, it's, this, this word right here, it's so, it's that you and I are so important to the Lord that he himself went to prepare a place, that he himself went to fix that place so that you and I one day could be with him. You know, he desires you, he desires me to, to come to him and he, because he already established a place. Our thing is that we must be ready, that we must be ready to hear. You hear the trumpet, to hear his voice, to hear the sound of his return, because if we are not ready, we can miss it. A couple of weeks ago, they were talking about the, the, the six virgin that were waiting, you know, and there were some that were waiting uh, and being attentive, and there were others that were well, that were not really waiting, that they were taking everything for granted and they were not ready and they didn't have the oil in the lamps, you know? And, and, and that tells us, you know, that we got to make sure that we position ourselves to be able to hear the voice of God. And the only way that we're going to hear the voice of God and hear that trumpet is that we are spiritually prepared, that our hearts are in the right place, you know, and that we can hear his voice, you know, it says in First Thessalonians 4, 16 and 18, it says, For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout and with the voice of an archangel and with a trumpet of God, and the dead will rise first. And then it says in 17, Then we who are alive, praise God, we who are alive will be caught up together, will be caught up together and with them in the clouds and meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with him. And he says in verse 18, therefore comfort one another with these words. Comfort one another is, is you know, to, to motivate each other, to be there for one another, you know, that we, we together, Together, as us coming together and, and, and praising God, as us coming together and learning from it, as us coming together, you know, we will make it to that place because there is a place prepared for you and I. But we can only get there if we are listening and we can hear the trumpet of, it, of his voice when he calls us, when he calls us because he says that we are written, that our name is written. You know, and 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 in the the book of life, it says in in Luke ten twenty, it says, nevertheless, do not rejoice in this. He was talking to the disciples that they were out doing the work, the will of God. It says that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. You know, we have our names written in heaven, my brothers and my sisters. We have a place that Jesus went to prepare for us. You know, and we have to make sure that we are ready and prepared to hear his voice. Just like, you know, we were going through this holy week and going through the service yesterday, you know, and we're celebrating Resurrection Day, resurrection of our Savior, you know, because he went 
and he did it so that you and I can be with him. Why? Because you are that important to him. You are that important. You know, it says in verse six that he that you know, as we hear the the the, the trumpets and as we they as they prepare the ceremony, as they prepare the sacrifices, you know, I thank God that we don't have to go and, and get a whole bunch of, of 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 lambs, a whole bunch of rams, you know, and prepare a sacrifice. You know, we don't have to do that because that was already done on the cross. That was already done one sacrifice once and for all. But we are so blessed that we don't have to do that. But the Lord does says that he wants it in verse six, that he wants it to be a sweet aroma. That sweet aroma is, is a, uh, our praise and our worship to the Lord. A sweet aroma is that when we raise our hands and we give him the glory and the honor, despite what's going on and despite what we hear and despite what we see, we can come to him and we're praising him and we worship him and we glorify him. And he wants that to be a sweet aroma. I believe the Lord is standing is right there, right by our side, and he's ready. Come on, what you got to say? What you got to say to me today? You know, a lot of times, you know, we we may be going through something, we may be going through a struggle, and sometimes the praise doesn't want to come out because we're struggling. We're struggling. We say, how can I praise him when I'm going through this? How can I praise him? How can you not praise him? Because when you praise him, when you praise him, you are acknowledging who he is. When you praise him, you are giving him the glory and the honor that he deserves. As you praising him, you're doing that by faith. It's not by feeling. You know, it is by faith as we surrender to him and as we give him the glory and as we give him the honor, he wants to receive that, but it needs to be a sweet aroma. It's not because... Oh, because, you know, I'm just doing it just because of maybe now I'm doing it because we love the Lord. We do it because we love him, because we want to draw near to him, because we want him to receive this sweet aroma of our praise and of our worship. We just came through Resurrection Sunday, you know, and today is Monday. And a lot of times when we're starting a fresh week. You know, there's so much stuff going on, so much things we got to get done. And the Lord is saying, I am with you. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I will never abandon you. You know, can you hear my voice this morning? Can you hear the voice of the Lord this morning? And it's telling you, I love you. It's telling you, I want you. It's telling you, get ready. Because you know why? Because we need to get ready. The sound of a trumpet is right around the corner. He's calling us to draw closer to him. He's calling us to, to draw near to him. He's calling us to get ready to prepare ourselves. So that way, you know, when we when the time comes, we will be ready to receive him. And he'll be ready to receive us yeah, into himself. You know, a time of worship and a time of praise in the midst of crisis, just turns things around. The devil wants nothing more to destroy the church, to destroy his people and bring confusion and bring doubt and bring fear and bring disturbance. And who hasn't been disturbed this last week? Who hasn't been shaking up this last week? Come on, we came through a holy, a, a holy week and I bet you many of us have been struggling and many of us have been facing different situations, you know, but God is saying, you know, I am here. I hear you. I am listening to you. 
and I got what you need. Because, you know, Jesus himself said, like I said earlier, he went to prepare a place. So he's already thinking ahead of time. He's already thought ahead of time. He has a place for you. He has a place for us to, to go to. You know, he just wants us to make sure that while we are preparing and waiting on him, that we don't lose hope, that we don't give up, that we don't toss in the towel, but that we can press on in him and say, Lord, I trust you. I believe in you, despite what I hear, despite what I see, despite how I feel. Because sometimes your heart can be torn, torn inside because of what you're facing. But the Lord in his word tells us that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The word tells us that no weapon formed against you will prosper. The word tells me I can do all things to Christ Jesus who strengthens me. The word tells me the joy of the Lord is my strength. So this morning, if you're feeling weak, if you're feeling that you're struggling, turn to the Lord, surrender it to him and say, Abba, Father, I need you. Abba, Father, I need a touch this morning. Abba, Father, I don't feel like praising you. Come on, we gotta be real. I don't even feel like praising you, Lord. I don't feel like, like doing anything this morning. But, you know, we have to be real with the Lord. He understands. He knows your heart. He knows your heart. And he's just saying, you know, come unto me, all those who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I will sustain you. I will strengthen you. I will touch you. I will bless you. I will give you the peace that surpasses understanding. That's a peace in the middle of the storm. That's a peace in the middle of the situation. That's a peace in the middle where you feel that the floor has been shaken underneath you and that you don't know how you're going to make it. You don't know which direction to take. If you don't know which direction to take, take no direction and just wait on the Lord and just surrender to him this morning and say, here I am, Abba Father. Here I am, Lord. I need you. I need a touch. I need, a, uh, I need your presence in my life. I need this, this feeling that I have to go away. You know, and just talk to him. Just talk. You know, the easiest thing that we can do is just talk to him. Like I'm talking to you this morning. Tell him how you feel. Tell him what you're going through. I mean, he already knows. But it should come from us, you know. And we can become real to him. And say, you know, I'm, I'm, and if you're frustrated, just be honest. Lord, I'm frustrated. I'm going through this, this struggle. I don't know which way to go, but just trust in him. Word of God says, lean unto the Lord. Come and, you know, surrender it to him. Turn it over. It says, lean not into your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him. Acknowledge who the Father is. Acknowledge the sacrifice that Jesus Christ did. Acknowledge the sovereignty of the Lord. And just say, you know, I come to you and I surrender this and I turn it over to you and I'm going to rest on you. Because you know what? Like I said in the beginning, we need to have our ears sensitive to hear the voice of the Lord. You know, and in the midst of the struggle, sometimes we don't hear. In the midst of the situation, sometimes there's so much noise going on. And that's why we need to stop. It says, it says a, a, a time that we can rest, a time that we can draw near, you know. 
a Sabbath rest that we can draw near to him, to hear his voice, to hear him, his voice speaking to us, telling us it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Because again, no weapon formed against you will prosper. No situation that you're facing today is too strong for the Lord. No situation that you're going through has surprised the Lord. He already knew it before even it was going to happen. But you know, the word of the Lord tells us that our days are ordered by God. That means he's already there. That means that he's already in control. All we need to do is just release it and surrender it and say, Lord, here it is. Say, Father, here it is. I turn it over to you. I don't know how it's going to turn out. I don't know what to do. I don't even know what to say. But, you know, if you don't know what to say, say nothing. <laughs> say nothing. Be careful with your words. Because scripture says that life and death is in the power of the tongue. So, you know, I have to make sure that my words are aligned with the word of God. That my words are aligned with his promises. And his promises says that we win. His promises says that we will be victorious. Word of God says that we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. That means we're supposed to be the ones that are conquering. We're the ones are supposed to be the ones that are moving forward. And as we come, you know, that passing the, the, the Holy Week, understanding the sacrifice of Jesus, the resurrection of Jesus Christ, this week as we start fresh, you know, in this, in this particular season, let us start with praise. Let us start with worship. Let us start with, with, with giving God the glory and the honor. Because as we start doing what we're doing, as we start praising him and glorifying him, we are releasing the blessings to come. So there's blessings coming to you, my brothers and my sisters. There's blessings. And, then, you know, and it's going to get there. So let us praise him. You know, let us be sensitive to his voice. Let us be sensitive to his calling. Let us be sensitive in what he wants to do in you and through you. Because God wants to bless you this morning. God wants to bless you in this new week that you're facing. Don't think that it that is over. It's not over. This is the beginning. The best is yet to come. I keep saying that all the time. I don't know. Sometimes people are talking to me. They say, I like what you say. I like this. You said this and you said that. And sometimes I don't realize what I'm saying <laughs> because, you know, it's the presence of God. You know, he gives me the words that I need to share. He gives me the words that I need to give to you this morning. And, you know, you are more than a conqueror. You are highly favored and blessed by God. Do not allow anything to change that. Do not allow anyone to tell you otherwise. You are highly favored. You, one more time, are highly favored in the Lord. He holds you in the palm of his hand. And he says, I got you. I got you. No one can take you from my hand. No one can take you. So as we come to a close, as we come, you know, understanding that, you know, all these offerings, this is what they had to do back in the day. They had to, you know, bring all those sacrifices and they had to be careful and they had to do it like one, two and three and follow the directions that was given. Today, 
We can come as we are. Come on. We can come as we are and say, Lord, I'm here. Lord, I need a touch. Lord, I feel like this. I feel like that. Lord, I surrender. Lord, I give you the praise, even though I don't have the answers. Come on. We have to. It's all by faith. It's all by faith. It's by trusting God, you know. And, and as we surrender and as we turn it over to him, he can do a better job than you. And then I can do. He knows what to do. But we have to surrender it to him and say, Lord, I am here. And I feel this way. Touch me. Touch my family. Touch the situation. And I'm going to rejoice because you know what? When we rejoice in the Lord, when we give him the praise, when we give him, even when our hearts are broken, Lord, I'm going to praise you and I'm going to worship you. Even though I feel like this, that brings honor. And that is the sweet aroma that he's talking about. That is the sweet aroma of sacrifice, the sweet aroma that you are giving to him because you could be broken. And I have been broken many times. And I have been before the Lord many times with tears. And I said, Lord, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And I just surrender. I just surrender. And as I surrender, he does the miraculous. He does the impossible. As we surrender, he does what we cannot do. And what better I want to do it than the Lord for you on this Monday morning. So I pray that you will have a blessed week. I pray that you will just keep your focus on him. I pray that you will just surrender it to him and don't give up. Don't give up. If the struggle is strong, it's because the breakthrough is right around the corner. The, the more pressure you get, hallelujah. You know, sometimes when I get a lot of pressure, I know something is about to happen. Woo! I know something is about to happen. So I get excited in the Lord. I get excited in the Lord. And sometimes I got to hold myself back a little bit because I can get overwhelmed by it. But you know, because God moves and God moves in the supernatural and God moves in the quiet places and God moves in those areas that you don't even see. But you know, he's moving and he's preparing. and He's going to show you how much he loves you. Because why? Because he went to prepare a place. So where he's at, you can also be. What a blessing we have from the Lord this morning. That he's telling us that he loves us. That he's telling us that he prepared a place. And that he's calling us. So surrender to the Lord. Turn it over to him. And you shall see how he's going to change things. I believe this week is going to be a breakthrough week for many of you guys. I believe that God is going to open doors that have been shut for a long, long time. You know, and he's going to close doors that need to be closed. But do not fear when the doors are closed because that's just the beginning of a new season. That's just the beginning of a new season that he has. So, hey, I'm prophesizing over you right now. That is the beginning of a new season. And we all go through seasons in our life. But you know what? I feel that this season that's coming, mm, 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 it's going to be a season of growth. It's going to be a season of deliverance. It's going to be a season of healing. It's going to be a season of restoration. It's going to be a season of joy. It's going to be a season of peace. It's a season of hope. We were talking about that word hope. Hey, you were talking about that word hope this weekend. It's a season of hope. 
breakthroughs around the corner, my brothers. Hold on, don't give up, and give him the praise. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for my brothers and sisters. I pray that you would just meet them where they're at. I pray that you would just encourage them, that you would just fill them up, Father, that you would just embrace them in your love and in your peace, in your comfort, Lord God, to know that you are there, Lord God, to know that you are here with us. And you wrap yourself around us and you say, it's going to be okay. I got this. It's going to be okay. I'm, I'm in control. It's going to be okay. Surrender it to me. It's going to be okay. I have it. I know that that's what you're telling us this morning. Father, that we will be sensitive to hear you. That we will be able to we be sensitive to hear the trumpet. To hear your voice. That we will not be over-consumed with what's happening, Father, and not be able to hear. But that our ears will be sharpened to hear your voice. To hear the trumpet. To hear your voice. To hear your word. I thank you, Father, in advance for what you're doing and everyone that is listening and watching. Bless them. Meet them where they're at. Strengthen them. Heal them. Restore them. For this I ask in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you, my brothers and sisters. I ran a little bit over this morning. I apologize for that. You know, but you know, God is in control. Love seeing you all. Fusion Conference is coming around the corner. The Freedom, he get ready for that, you know. And I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm ready to, because I, I love it because I get to see my, all my brothers and sisters over there at EHT. Have a blessed week. Keep your focus. Keep your focus. Talk to you soon. See ya. <laughs>